Hi, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everyone doing today? I hope good. I had a great day today, actually. I'm not going to get into it. That'll be for another day. But, um, oh, I'm sad because I just watched, I just, just now finished watching um, Insecure. Oh, the way it ended just broke my heart. Oh. So, look, let's get into it, okay? All I knew about this coming episode was that Molly and Issa were going to meet. I didn't know how that would go or what else would be in the episode. But, this episode starts off with Issa and Lawrence fucking all over the place. I just can't. I'm really mad. I'm really mad at this, okay? Um, (laughs) They're, like, sort of, kind of back together. It's very clear that Issa has... I don't want to say that she has more feelings about for him than he does her, but she definitely is taking the relationship much more seriously than he is. And he's definitely stringing her ass along, and I don't like it. So, you know, they're just kind of hanging out a lot, having sex a lot, and um, she kind of asks what they are, and he's like, I don't know, you know, what do you, what do you want us to be? I'm like, oh, you're such a fuckboy right now. That is the fuckboy answer. Like, not sitting there saying what you are. Just like, "Eh, it's whatever. Let's keep it that way. Like, sir, no thank you. Fucking define the relationship. If you are having sex with this woman, you need to define it. Okay? (sighs) Or at least back off and stop fucking with her. Stop fucking her. Period. Okay? So, she's like, I don't know. She asks some questions. You know, what's what's happening with San Francisco? And he's like, I don't really know. Um, I have an interview. You know, we'll see what we see. Okay. I'm worried about that. Me personally, I'm worried about that. I'm like, okay, so you got your man back, sort of, and he might be moving to San Francisco. Um, girl, how's that going to work? Think about it. So then she's like, well, are you still talking to Condola? Yeah, we're talking. Okay. So right then and there, that's when she should shut off her feelings, drop it, stop having sex with this dude, and basically just have it be a friendship or be a nothing ship until he can figure out what the fuck he wants to do. Like, I don't even know why it's a question in his head, because if he doesn't want to be with Condola anymore to the point where he's fucking his ex-girlfriend, then he shouldn't be with her. Uh, I'm beyond annoyed with him. Beyond annoyed so disrespectful but Issa's just like (laughs) okay and meanwhile she's being very open and honest about what's going on with her and she's like well um, I used to date this guy Nathan and I'm gonna be helping him move I just wanna be honest and let you know so you don't think anything's happening 
and he's like okay <laughs> and to the point where when she's helping him move and he's kind of flirting with her and all this and she shuts that shit down and I'm like for what you are not exclusive to anybody if your boyfriend is fucking his girlfriend then girl don't worry about it do you and be with whoever you want to be with but she's very staunch and like I'm not going to be with Nathan. I'm not going to be with anybody. I'm going to hold out for Lawrence. Meanwhile, Lawrence is at least fucking two girls, right? (laughs) I don't know. So I was so mad at that. I'm like, oh, y'all are cute, but you're pissing me the fuck off. I, I don't like it whatsoever. It needs to be done. Anyway, so we get to Molly and... Issa meeting for brunch and it's awkward at first of course naturally and then um they just get to kind of talking and talking about all these you know stories of what's been going on and laughing and have a good time and then that's it (laughs) that that's literally it um and molly goes back home to I swear to God, I can never remember his name. I really need to. But to her boyfriend, and it's like, you know, it was nice. It felt forced. We didn't talk about anything major. And he's like, well, did you bring up anything? Did you bring up anything that you wanted to talk about? And she's like, no, why do I got to do all the work? And actually, I kind of skipped over this part she is now seeing her therapist who was kind of like you know what what do you want from this relationship with the Issa is she still someone you want in her life is she someone you want to do the work to fix um no terrible English do you want to do the work to fix your relationship with Issa and we don't know what that answer was um I feel like it had to have been no because legit like you met up with her and I guess that was in Molly's head she's like I I did the work (laughs) that's pretty much what she said I met her halfway I went like that's not any work if you want to talk about some shit say you want to talk about it like I can't even imagine I mean I've said this before if I can't be honest with you I can't fuck with you if I can't tell you how I really feel, what I really think, if something's bothering me, you know, something I like, whatever, we can't be friends. We can't know each other. Because I'm not sitting there trying to fake it with anybody. Like, that's exhausting. I don't want to do that. I don't understand someone she's known for so long why she wouldn't be like okay Isa I know you're she she knows how Isa is like okay I know this is awkward you know but I really want to talk about what happened at the block party I really want to talk about why we haven't been good friends for the last few months like what's going on can we get to the bottom of this and work shit out she didn't say anything she just went along with it and then when her boyfriend's like um yeah you should put some kind of fucking effort be honest about how you feel and what you want to talk about she's getting mad as she does she's getting mad at him about it but that's really what she needs to do just just like she did it with her boyfriend 
when he wasn't telling her about his personal life or whatever and she was honest about how she felt about that and shit changed same thing for your friend that you've known a whole lot longer so anyway Issa's taking it as a good sign she's like look we met we talked we had a good time I'm gonna keep working at this and you know hopefully we can get back to a space where we're good again you know she wants to talk about something more than that then she will say something right surely (laughs) surely somebody would do that well so Issa's helping Nathan move out of his place with Nathan, sorry, with uh, Molly's boyfriend that I still can't remember his name. Is it Eric? No, it's not Eric. I don't remember his name. (laughs) And um, they kind of run into each other. It's kind of awkward because Molly and her boyfriend started arguing about how she doesn't want to see his brother, you know, after the weird racist interaction thing on vacation she's just kind of like I don't want to do that and so here I get it because I'm the exact same way I'm like I had that interaction I know how you are I see you I don't really want to fuck with you ever again period point blank (laughs) but like there's certain people you just can't do that with if you're in a relationship with somebody else and you don't like someone in their family if you plan on having a forever relationship with that person and that person is going to be around their family, you're going to have to suck it up and deal with it and play nice. You might not want to. I get it. (laughs) I get that situation very much. Trust me, but (laughs) you're going to have to do it anyway. (laughs) It just is. But we're really starting to see a pattern here. You know, where if you upset Molly, she pretty much, you're dead to her. And she's not going to put forth any kind of effort. Um, And we're seeing that she's doing that with really important relationships. And I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Um, She's going to have to learn or she's going to be alone forever. You can't do that for everybody. Like, that was one of the things I really had to learn because... It's kind of funny. I wouldn't do that with my friends so much, but I would do it with literally everybody else in my life. I've cut off family. Like, the only person I hadn't cut off until recently anyway is, like, my mom and my sister. I wouldn't because she's <laughs> she hasn't been a problem for me or to me. Um, but, like, anyone... I've cut off other family members like nothing you know I've cut off dudes like nothing there's some friends that I have cut off and it's like whatever I'm done with you I see who you are I don't want to fuck with you I had this um experience with you that I didn't really like I don't want to have more experiences with you you know whatever and then really honestly my husband really kind of taught me how to forgive and keep loving you know I don't know. It's not something you can... I'm saying it's not something you can really teach. You just have to find the right person to really open your eyes to the bullshit that you're doing. The very toxic um, things that you do 
<laughs> and you have to be like, oh, I love you, where I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to hurt you like that, like I might have hurt other people, you know. So I'm hoping that's what this is, what this relationship with Molly and her boyfriend is. I swear to God, his name keeps being on the tip of my tongue. Like when I think about what I want to say before I say it, I say his name in my mind. And then it, when I go to talk, it's gone. Whatever his name is. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping that relation, that will be this kind of relationship for her. And he seems to speak up. I love that. Like, Molly, you're wrong. <laughs> like, what you're doing is wrong. This is what you should do. Like, and all she has to do is step back and take that advice and really think about it. But I feel like she's very prideful. And she has to learn how to, you know, step back a little bit and lessen that for people that she really loves and cares about. And maybe she doesn't really love and care about her boyfriend's brother, but he loves his brother, of course. You gotta do that for your boyfriend. And, you know, she's gonna have to do that for Isa if she really wants Isa in her life. Um, it's still kind of unclear if she does. It seems like, I don't know, she's kind of making it seem like she wants Issa in her life because of how long they've been friends and not for any other reason. And I don't know if that's just a wall. It kind of seems like it is. Um, but that's all she's really portrayed so far. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. She's not really showing emotion when it comes to Issa. <clears throat> to anybody, actually. Not even with her boyfriend. Like, when she's talking about her with him, she's very matter-of-fact and, like, whatever about it. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. So, um... Anyway, yeah, so they're at the apartment, and Issa's there with Nathan, and Molly's there with her boyfriend, and they're, they all sit down to eat and drink. Um, they were just talking, and Issa starts talking about her old apartment, and they're, like, reminiscing about, you know, the apartment and games they played, so they start this drinking game that they used to play. Excuse me. And then they run out of wine, so Molly's boyfriend goes to get wine, and he, she takes the opportunity to text him, like, see, I'm trying with Issa, you know? And the problem is she accidentally sent that to Issa. <laughs> so Issa's like, okay, cool, I'm gonna go. Um, and Molly stops her and runs after her, and... You know, it's just like, I didn't mean that for you, but I am trying, you know, we haven't talked about this stuff. And he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you didn't say you wanted to talk about it. I thought we were cool. I thought everything was cool. I thought we were working on being friends together, but I feel like I'm doing all the work and you're just there. And Molly's kind of like, <laughs> she's still like bitch I fucking met up with you when I had you in my house that's kind of how she's seeing it I guess um she didn't say that exactly but that was kind of her attitude and so I'm trying to think remember what exactly happened I just remember how it ended which hurt my heart it really did <laughs> 
where Molly's just like, maybe the person you are now is not compatible with the person I am now. And we can't be friends. Um, I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> That's too fucking relatable. Um, and so Isa's like, they're dejected and like on the verge of tears and she's just like, okay. And Molly's like, okay. And Issa's like, well, what else is there to say? And so Molly just takes it and is like, okay. And Issa leaves. And Molly just stands there. That was the end of the episode. It was hard. It was so hard, man. Like. I'm gonna try really hard not to fucking cry. <sighs> like, I want to see them together. Like, <laughs> Issa's just sitting here fucking around with Lawrence who don't even give a fuck about her. Isn't showing her any kind of respect, to be honest. And I do see that she's trying with Molly, but they both need to be trying harder. Like, they both do. Like, the amount of effort they both need to put in is tremendous. And Issa's putting a little, and Molly's putting in none. You know, so they both, if they want that relationship, they really have to work at it. And I really want them to, you know. I feel like... It's hard to find really good friends, people who are on your side who root for you, you know? And when you have that, you gotta hold on to it, you gotta keep it. Cause legit, there is not a lot of those people out there, and I see that in them, you know? When when one is doing good, the other one is rooting for them to do better, you know? And just sees the good that they do. I think the problem is that... <laughs> You can also see the negative and you can be caught up in that and maybe that's something that needs to be reevaluated and talked about but doing nothing is not going to solve anything and then it just really hit home because I'm like yeah this is very kind of like the conversation I had with my best friend and it's hard when people are prideful you know and here's my thing I mean I can be prideful but also I'm just a big fucking floppy heart so it's like that'll only last so long before I'm like okay look I love you when I need you <laughs> let's talk you know but I seem to also have people in my life or am drawn to other prideful people that don't have that like don't have the other side of it you know there's no dropping of the walls when they're up for other people you know so I never know how people feel about me you know and I mean there's there's good reasons for that sometimes I'm not like really close to a lot of people I don't let a lot of people in but of the people that I do let in when you're in that means I am going to show you my heart I'm going to show you my soul I'm going to bear it all and I expect that back and 
I just don't get that. <laughs> so for me, it's like hard to tell, you know, it's like, well, how do you really feel about me? So and I'm certain this is how Issa must feel about Molly, too. And maybe this is how Molly feels about Issa. I feel like it's clear that Issa's put in some kind of effort. I don't know, but maybe Molly's not seeing it that way. I mean, I guess she really isn't. Um, or maybe she feels like Issa has to put in a whole lot more. But... I don't know. It's like really hard when you don't know how somebody feels about you. And if, even if, especially, especially if they're like a really good friend of yours, you know, and it's like, well, I love you. Do you even like me or am I just someone to vent to someone to talk shit to someone to gossip to, you know, like, I, I don't know. And when I told my friend, like, maybe we're just not compatible. I don't, th- it wasn't that. It wasn't that exactly, but it was similar to like, man, maybe we're just not compatible right now and who we are right now. And all he could say was, okay, man. I, don't, I mean, it's hard because it's like, what what can you say to that? But me being who I am, I have a lot to say to that. <laughs> I, I have a lot of questions. Why? Where is this coming from? Is there something I did? Is there something I can do? Because I fight for the people I love. And it's kind of funny. Excuse me, I'm eating a Chewy Tums. It's kind of funny, but I don't get that same energy from people. Like, the only person I get that from is my husband. But honestly, even he, like, if he's really mad and I'm like, fuck you, get the fuck out, this doesn't happen a lot. (laughs) This is extraordinarily rare, but... Um, to say it's never happened would be a total lie. But if I'm like, fuck you, get the fuck out. <laughs> this this dude, he'll be packing his bags. And I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> you know, like, it's, no, I, it's not that serious. It's just like, show that you care. Like, have this discussion with me and try to work on shit with me. You know, it's kind of funny how we are able to dead relationships before talking about it. I will say that I do always try to talk first. I really do. I feel like I do anyway. <laughs> like other people could maybe feel different. To me in my head, I always try to talk first. But um, people don't want to talk real. Like they don't want to have heart to heart conversations. I, I mean, at least the people I'm connected to, like no. So if I'm like, okay, we're done, and your reaction is just, all right, I can only assume that you don't give a fuck about me. 
I'm not worth fighting for. I don't mean shit to you. You're not, like, in my head, this is what I always say, like, oh, that person doesn't even give a fuck, and they're fine without me while I'm brokenhearted over here, you know. So that's what I'm seeing from Molly and Issa. (laughs) To bring it back to the show. That's what I'm seeing from Molly and Issa. And it just broke my heart. Because I'm like, I know how that feels. And I know that sometimes that just really isn't the case. I mean, there's times where it is. Let me tell you. I've had that go around with my ex many, many, many fucking times. And he never cared. He's a narcissist. He's a kind of psychotic honestly and like he never cared so I he was always fine when I was gone you know he'd be chatting up other chicks or whatever whatever you know for anybody else I don't know I know that my husband it definitely affects him he just doesn't say anything you don't know and I feel like for both of these ladies it's affecting them heavy Like, that was a heartbreaking breakup that doesn't need to happen. That's what I kind of took it as. Like, this doesn't need to happen. You guys are not doing the right things. (laughs) You know. (sighs) It's just hard. And it's heavy. It's heavy. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I feel that one way too much. That hit way too close to home that hit home period that was not even close to home that is my house right there it knocked out all the windows (laughs) I'm like no because I I don't know I like I kind of doubt breaking up with my friend but I'm like I also don't think so like I've had a lot of um hints from spirit that that's exactly what I needed to do but I'm like, I love this person tremendously. And, like, that person is my soulmate. Like, I still stand by that. That person is a part of my heart. Like, I love them so much, and I miss them so much, and I just want to talk with them and hang out with them. So, like, there's that pain, you know, and that confusion over if it's the right thing to do or not. But, I will say, you know, sometimes... It just is what it is, you know? And when I say that, I mean, like... Sometimes that's just facts. Sometimes y'all grow up together, and then at a certain point, y'all just grow. And it's not together, it's apart. And neither one of you can aid in each other's growth anymore. You could only hinder it. And fuck maybe that's actually exactly it for them that just made my heart so sad I'm like I feel like I'm I'm 
living out my life <laughs> through their friendship and I'm like but I want them to take the opposite approach of what I did and see it go well like I don't know but you know maybe that just really really is it because you know it doesn't make it less real it doesn't make it less heartbreaking it doesn't make it less fucked up but it just means that it needs to happen you know period it just needed to happen so you as a person can grow more and you know fill your life with other valuable people that can support you and help you grow even more as a person it sucks though you know anyway I feel like this is like my own little therapy session and I didn't mean it to be <laughs> So, I don't know what's going to happen. Let me, you know what? I literally, like, I, I watched the show and I came on here immediately. So, hold on. I'm trying to see if I can get a clue as to what's going to happen next week. So I can react to that really quick. Let's see. I see Issa at some sort of fair running into Lawrence or meeting up with Lawrence. And she's meeting up with Nathan. Okay. Looking cute though. Molly's yelling. There's only one episode left? What the fuck? No. I cannot with this show. Oh, God. Okay. So, Issa looks serious. Something's gonna happen. I can't believe this is gonna be the fucking finale. Oh, no. No, no. This can't be it. They're not gonna resolve anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, so I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Um, mm, I don't know what to make of that preview. Something's gonna happen, but I'm not expecting much of anything to happen, really. I feel like it's still gonna be confused between Lawrence and Nathan, I guess. I don't even know how it's between these two. And actually, just just another thing about this show. So, yes, this episode, Nathan admits that he was diagnosed as bipolar, so that explained, I guess, why he ghosted her. Now, I don't feel like that's a reason to go somebody. Um, he still needed to be talking to her and telling her what's going on. But, um, and he should have brought that up earlier, too. <laughs> like, okay. I, they they explained that, like, it was um, an excuse. I didn't find that to be an excuse, so I'm really not pulling for him either. Um, she needs to leave them both and find somebody else. But... And I think, I think this finale, it'll still be on the verge of Lawrence or Nathan, Lawrence or Nathan, and I don't know what the hell's gonna happen with Molly, but something's gonna happen with Molly, so we'll see, oh, we'll talk about it, I'm not looking forward to it, <laughs> not. what's, what's the next season gonna come out, it's like five years in between each season, I swear to God, so I'm not, uh, I'm not happy about it, but... I'm kind of dreading it now. I'm so stressed out. 
<laughs> I don't know. It is what it is. We'll see. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully there's some kind of resolution. I would love that for something, for something, you know. But I just don't think there will be. Anyway, so that's it. That was a recap for uh, Insecure Episode 9, Low Key Trying. Guys, I just don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, I love you guys. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email me those um, at mishmash. No, sorry. Whoa. At themishmash at gmail.com. That's my email. You can catch me on Facebook, though, at Mishmash Podcast. And um, I post lots of, or some, I don't post lots of anything. I post memes and energy updates sometimes. And I just try to keep it a nice little positive space. So go check it out. And I will catch you guys later. Bye.